Today is Tuesday, June 14th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage, and this episode is sponsored by Credit Karma. Credit Karma uses your credit data to find loan offers that are personalized to you. Apply with more confidence today. We are starting today with breaking news from Sunday night. Members of the House January 6th committee confirmed that they have sufficient evidence for the DOJ to indict Donald Trump on criminal charges for attempting to overturn the 2020 election. The committee plans to hand over all the testimony that they've taken from over 1,000 witnesses to the DOJ in September after their own report is released and summer Fridays are over. Is that a thing at the DOJ? Speaking of the DOJ, Attorney General Merrick Garland also gave a well-timed press conference on gun violence yesterday, where a CNN correspondent had the chance to ask him about the January 6th investigation. Garland said, quote, I'll be watching, and I can assure you the January 6th prosecutors are watching too. Good. The committee's congressional thirst traps appear to be working. Now let's talk about yesterday's hearing, where four live witnesses appeared. They were Fox News journalist Chris Steyerwalt, election attorney Benjamin Ginsburg, former Georgia U.S. attorney B.J. Pack, and former Philadelphia City Commissioner Al Schmidt. The witness I was personally most excited to see was Trump's former campaign manager, Bill Stepien, who was supposed to appear as well, but got extremely lucky that his wife went into labor, and so most of his testimony was shown from his video deposition. Yesterday's theme focused on proving that Trump knew that he lost, which is necessary to prove his intent was to knowingly steal the election, and to show that there are now regular citizens serving criminal sentences because Trump told them to storm the Capitol, despite knowing that he lost. Those poor, unfortunate victims of the Facebook algorithm. Testimony made it clear that Trump had been laying the groundwork that he could only lose the election if it was rigged, even before election day. But the reality of his loss set in for his team after Fox News called Arizona for Biden. Fox journalist Chris Steyerwalt testified that he knew based on their data that there was no chance Trump could win. Most people around Trump acknowledged this and advised him to wait for the votes to be counted, with the exception of, quote, a clearly inebriated Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani then emerged as the main driver of a split within the White House between Giuliani's team and mostly everyone else, who Bill Stepien called Team Normal. At the time, Jared apparently told Trump that denying the results was, quote, not the approach I would take if I was you. Yeah, that grammatical error was his. To which Trump replied, quote, I have confidence in Rudy. I should add that Rudy's attorney issued a statement after the hearing yesterday, denying that he was inebriated. No comment on his role in the whole violent government overthrow thing, though. Yesterday's hearing also contained a lot of video testimony from former Attorney General Bill Barr, which did quite a bit of work toward laundering his reputation. He spoke glibly during the deposition, calling Trump's allegations disturbing, that Trump was detached from reality, and that it was, quote, crazy stuff and was doing the country a disservice. But, you know, not enough of a disservice to alert the American public that it was happening before saving up all these premium anecdotes for a book deal. Noted. One groundbreaking point raised by the committee yesterday is that, in the words of Representative Zoe Lofgren, the big lie was also the big ripoff. 
Trump not only knew that he lost, but he used the opportunity to raise $250 million. He told supporters that the money was going to the official election defense fund, which we heard from testimony yesterday was not a real fund. Who could have ever guessed that the guy who once filled a table with blank paper that he said were documents showing he was signing over his business to his sons would do something like this? If you know, you know. That is until November 9th, when he started the real Save America PAC, which he did not use to save America, no, no, but to make payments to his own hotel group and other allies, including a donation to Mark Meadows Charitable Fund, an institute that employs several former Trump administration officials, and the company that ran the January 6th rally. Very little of that money was actually used for challenging the election results, because there was nothing to challenge. Possibly also because, as we learned yesterday, no law firms were comfortable making the arguments that Giuliani was making publicly. And if there has ever been clearer evidence of guilt, it is when literally no lawyer will take your money. The next hearing is tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern and will focus on the broader planning for January 6th, including the plan to corrupt the DOJ and Trump's detailed planning with John Eastman. Tune in to find out exactly who that is. Now on to other stories. The Supreme Court's long-awaited ruling on Roe did not come out yesterday, but they did, however, release a ruling that allows the federal government to continue to detain certain immigrants in removal proceedings without giving them a bond hearing after six months. The ruling also states that federal courts lack the authority to grant class-wide relief to detainees, meaning that if a detainee wants to argue that they have a right to a bond hearing, they need to bring their case individually. This is despite the fact that they are not actually allowed to retain counsel during immigration proceedings. So I'm not exactly sure how it all works. This ruling essentially upholds the status quo and was not a surprise, but it allows for-profit corporations to continue to detain immigrants who are not charged with a crime, nor do they have a right to a hearing justifying their detention. So essentially the US is going to continue hoarding detainees for profit, as is tradition. 31 members of the white nationalist organization Patriot Front were arrested in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho on Saturday for conspiracy to riot at a Pride Parade event. The men were packed into a U-Haul truck wearing matching outfits and carrying shields, and they were detained after a concerned citizen called in a report describing them as a, quote, little army. Definitely not the adjective you want for your army. On the scene, police found at least one smoke grenade, as well as paperwork indicating their master plan, which you always want to write down, in which they credited the town, county, and Idaho State Police, as well as the FBI for assisting in their operation, which is interesting to say the least. All 31 members, some of whom traveled from at least 10 other states, have posted bail and are released while awaiting arraignment. So hopefully they will be off warning their HN friends to make sure to budget for bail for their next white supremacist weekend getaway. And finally for today, Wall Street is officially adding bear market to its dating app profile after the S&P 500 fell to more than 20% below its record set earlier this year. The Dow was briefly down over 1,000 points before finishing at a loss of 876 points. Like Gossip Girl said, one thing about being on top of the world, it gives you a long, long way to fall. Sorry, little Jay. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Credit Karma. 
Credit Karma partners with a wide range of credit issuers so you can be sure that you are exploring all sorts of options. Best of all, Credit Karma uses your credit data to show you your chances of approval before you even apply, helping you apply with more confidence. Comparing cards is 100% free and won't affect your credit scores. I rely on Credit Karma to check my credit score and keep track of it, and I find it to be so useful and trustworthy. If you are ready to find the card for you, head to Credit Karma and check out your personalized mix of offers today. That's creditkarma.com or the Credit Karma app to find the card for you. That's creditkarma.com. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.